G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Well, as we do every week, we are checking in with Ron Ross with an update about Israel and the Middle East. Ron, welcome. Good morning, Andrew. Ron, the tragic news of the Christian hospital in Gaza that was bombed, the Israeli Defense Force has confirmed it was an Islamic Jihad rocket that tragically destroyed the hospital. Yeah, the IDF confirmed late last night that a Palestinian Islamic Jihad failed rocket attack damaged the Gaza hospital, leading to a still unclear number of deaths, but I'm told it's in the hundreds. The Army spokesperson gave a press conference declaring that an analysis of IDF operational systems indicates a barrage of rockets was fired by terrorists in Gaza, passing in close proximity to the hospital at the time it was hit. Intelligence from a few sources that we have in our hands indicates that the Islamic Jihad is responsible. The office also told Israeli media that Israel is in possession of audio recordings in which Islamic Jihad members say out loud that they were responsible for the explosion. Yeah, very sad. And and Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas has cancelled a meeting with US President Joe Biden. Yes, Abbas has cancelled his meeting with Biden in Jordan shortly after the explosion of the hospital in Gaza. And uh, it's a very sad situation. Abbas, who was also called Abu Matsun, has been the head of the official government of the Palestinian people since 2005. But the reality on the ground is that Hamas operates as it wishes in Gaza, from which the terror organisation launched the recent attacks. The 87-year-old Abbas cancelled the meeting in Jordan shortly after the explosion, blaming the IDF for the explosion, uh, which says leaves him with a bit of egg on his face, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, and, uh, and and President Biden is in Israel today with a very specific mission. Yeah, Secretary of State Antony Blinken confirmed the visit, saying a visit will happen at a critical moment for Israel, for the region and for the world. The President will reaffirm the United States' solidarity with Israel and our ironclad commitment to its security. Blinken also added that Biden will speak to Israeli leaders about how to minimise civilian casualties in the densely populated Gaza Strip, which has been bombarded with Israeli airstrikes. The president will hear from Israel how it will conduct its operations in a way that minimises civilian casualties and enables humanitarian assistance to flow to civilians in Gaza in a way that does not benefit Hamas, he explained. Israel has urged one million residents in Gaza to evacuate the northern end. The visit coincides with Biden's pledge to support Israel. The administration has already promised military support, sending U.S. carriers and aid to the region. On Monday, Biden spoke with several world leaders and his own national security team about the humanitarian crisis 
unfolding in the besieged Gaza over fears the conflict will expand. Yeah, and as you just said, uh, America has pledged its support. I believe they've sent two aircraft carrier fleets and they're being joined by a U.S. Marine Rapid Response Unit. Yeah, that unit is headed to the waters off the coast of Israel and the Pentagon is preparing American troops for a potential deployment to the country, escalating the U.S. show of force in the region as it works to prevent the conflict between Israel and Hamas from widening even further. A defence official familiar with the planning said the Rapid Response Force consists of over 2,000 Marines and sailors being sent. It will join a growing number of U.S. warships and forces converging on Israel as the U.S. seeks to send a message of deterrence to Iran and the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah. Yeah, and, and half of Israel's hotel rooms are filled with Gaza evacuees. Yeah, Israel has 56,000 hotel rooms and 28,000 are now being provided to evacuees with the state footing the bill, said the Association Chief Executive Yael Donnelly. She told a parliamentary panel debating compensation for residents impacted by the war that an additional 27,000 from border towns near Lebanon were expected. The Israeli-Lebanon border has seen an increase in hostilities as the Gaza war rages. Foreign tourism has dried up since October 7, with many countries operating flights to repatriate their citizens after most commercial airlines suspended flights to Tel Aviv. The Dan Hotel chain said its hotels in Jerusalem, Tel Aviv and Herzliya were being used for evacuees, while rival Isfatel said its hotels in the Red Sea resort of Ilat were housing displaced families. Yovon Garros, Israel's budget director, said the country's initial response was to finance the military's needs and now it will turn to the economy as a whole. And what an incredible show of hospitality to open up all those hotel rooms to evacuees. And uh, finally, Ron, Christian agencies are on the front line in the region and we can all help. Yeah, this week I spoke with workers at Bridges for Peace in Jerusalem. They've already shipped hundreds of tons of food and supplies to the Gaza border. The International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem are also working under fire. ICJ is involved in the mass evacuation efforts to take traumatised Israeli civilians from the worst-hit border communities and give them respite away from the fighting. This is an incredible story, Kibbutz Be'eri. Kibbutz Be'eri was particularly devastated by the mass terror assault as over 100 dead bodies have been discovered there since the terrorists finally cleared out. The survivors are so shaken, they're unable to organise funerals for their loved ones and have asked the government for help. ICJ reported saying, what makes this all so surreal is that the ICJ brought over 600 Christians on a solidarity visit to this very kibbutz just two days before the Hamas invasion. While there, we dedicated the new Christian Embassy Nature Park and planted trees and tulips only 150 metres from the Gaza border to re-green burned parts of the Beheri Forest. Yet this very spot is where scores of terrorists broke through the security fence and carried out the massacres at Kibbutz Beheri and the nearby music festival close to Irim. So we feel a special obligation to help the stunned residents of Beheri to recover and rebuild their lives. And I'm saying please visit the Bridges for Peace 
or ICJ websites to find practical ways of bringing love and support to the Middle East. Yeah, incredible. Hey, Christians being there two days before, I did read about that kibbutz. I think that was 10% of the population were were murdered in that attack on that particular kibbutz. Just a horrible story, but so good that God's people are involved. Well, Ron, thank you so much for sharing this and for providing us with such useful, accurate information out of Israel and the Middle East, as always. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.